Life Audio. Hello. Thank you for listening to Your Daily Bible Verse, the podcast that examines one verse each day to learn more about God and His will for us. I'm your host, Jennifer Slattery, and after this short word from our sponsor, we'll dive into today's Bible verse. James 1, 19. Did you know that the Salvation Army not only provides services to those in need, but we also produce a network of Christian podcasts you can listen to on your favorite podcast store? One of these shows, Words of Life, is a 15-minute weekly show featuring interviews, testimonies, Bible studies, and more. In April, we'll once again hear from author and pastor Natalie Runyon. She has created a new six-week discipleship course for women to talk about community, women in leadership, accountability, and more. We want discipleship to be what's drawing people, not bounce houses. They're more likely to come back and not just to be entertained. Even in me, you know, making him have to pry it from my hands, he was still saying, but I have something better. It was because of the redeemed saying so, of telling the story of what God had done. When we point people to him, they're going to want to know him. Listen to Words of Life on your favorite podcast store or visit wordsoflifepodcast.org. Today's Bible verse is James 1, 19. My dear brothers and sisters, take note of this. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. Early in my marriage, my husband and I wounded one another deeply with our words. Everything went well when we weren't upset. We would gaze into one another's eyes. We would speak loving words of affirmation. We may even have expressed our adoration more frequently than we did our criticism but we still wounded one another and usually in anger. We didn't realize the damage every hurtful word created until we found ourselves on the brink of divorce with a chasm of hurt between us. We all know from experience the power of one sentence to wound or to heal, to build or to tear down. James, Jesus's half-brother and the author of today's verse, he understood how destructive carelessly spoken words could be. And he also understood the power of statements that come from wisdom and a pure heart. This is a subject upon which scripture has much to say. In Proverbs 18, verses 27 to 28, we read, The one who has knowledge uses words with restraint, and whoever has understanding is even tempered. Even fools are thought wise if they keep silent and discerning if they hold their tongues. And Proverbs 15 verses 1 to 2 states, A gentle answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. The tongue of the wise adorns knowledge, but the mouth of the fool gushes folly. Our response during times of conflict can greatly affect whether the situation escalates or de-escalates. And here's what I find a bit ironic. Often when we're in the middle of an argument or when we feel criticized or verbally attacked, our pride motivates us to respond to that person in a similar manner, to lash out. It can feel weak in the moment to hold our tongues. Yet consider your perception of the one who remains even-tempered in emotionally volatile circumstances. Did you recognize their strength and maturity? 
Did you admire their self-control? When I consider the contrast between someone who practices self-control, who guards their words, and somebody who just lashes out, I can't help but think of the kind and patient mother speaking with her temper tantrum throwing toddler. Toddlers haven't developed the self-control and emotional regulation needed to guard their words. This is something they learn and they practice as they mature, so that hopefully, by the time they reach adulthood, they use their words to heal, not harm. In Proverbs 12, verse 18, we read, There is one who speaks rashly, like the thrust of a sword, but the tongue of the wise brings healing. James wrote similar words in James chapter 3, verse 6, when he called our tongues a fire, a world of evil among the parts of the body, saying it corrupts the whole body, sets the whole course of one's life on fire, and is itself set on fire by hell. How do we tame such a destructive force? Well, like today's verse indicates, we learn to listen. When we want to hear, yes, but especially when we would much rather be the one speaking. We choose to listen because we recognize that our assumptions, our perceptions, and our interpretations might be wrong. I call this misreading between the lines, and it's something many of us have grown quite skilled at. And we also listen to convey love. And so we pause, we take a deep breath, we refuse to speak when our emotions are high, We pray for the ability to truly hear the other person's words, but even more than that, we listen for a glimpse of their heart. And as we do, something beautiful happens. We resemble our Lord, glorifying Him, and we become more sensitive to and empowered by God's strengthening, transforming, grace-giving Spirit within us. God reveals things to us, precious, vulnerable truths about the other person, about our God, and about ourselves. That, my friends, is how we learn to bridle our tongues and to speak words that encourage, that support, that build up, that inspire, that heal, that glorify our Lord. Let's pray. Holy Father, you have given us the indwelling Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit to live within us, to give us wisdom, to guide us, to empower us, to convict us, to transform us. We are in a process of transformation. Help us to fully engage, to practice viewing our relationships through your perspective. Give us the strength, the courage, and the power to obey. It's in the name of your Son, our Lord Jesus, that we pray. Amen. Your Daily Bible Verse is a production of Life Audio and Salem Media. If you liked what you heard today, please take a second to rate and review this podcast in your favorite podcast app so that more listeners like you can find the show. For more faith-filled, inspirational podcasts, visit us at lifeaudio.com. The Historical Jesus Podcast is the sweeping saga of the life and times of Galilean Jesus of Nazareth, as well as the faith, religion, and church founded to honor and disseminate his acts and teachings. 
Join me, Mark Vinette, on this fascinating journey through time, exploring the many great works of Christian theology, literature, architecture, music, and art inspired by the words and deeds of Jesus Christ.